Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of AUSU Open Mic. We've got a really cool episode today because we're going to be introducing you to our newest member of our executive team, our new VPX, Natalia Wanak. Natalia, say hi. How are you doing? Hi, everyone. I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, really good. Glad to have you on the podcast. And just to confirm, this is your first podcast ever. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so we're we're just going to have a really cool conversation today, and uh, uh, I love the fact that you're a podcast rookie, so uh, we're going to have a cool conversation here. Um, maybe to begin with, Natalia, um, obviously, uh, let's do a quick intro. Uh, why don't you provide us with, say, uh, where you're from, the program you're in, how long you've been at AU, and uh, and we'll start there. Okay, I am in the Bachelor of Arts in English program. I think I've been at AU since about 2018. Uh, possibly end of 2017. Right now, I live in Toronto, but I'm kind of I'm kind of from everywhere. Um, I was born in Poland. I've lived in Alberta, BC, all over Ontario, like north to south. I've lived in Argentina and Guatemala. Oh wow! Down back in the Toronto area. Knowing that you've experienced the globe, um, where's your favorite place? You know, I've spent most of my life in cold countries, but honestly, <laughs> anywhere where it's warm. <laughs> I, I can't handle the cold very well. Do you know what? I could echo that too. I also want to introduce our governance and advocacy coordinator who's joining us today, uh, Duncan Watasek. Hello. Um, glad you could join us and hang out with Natalia. Ah, happy to do it. Excited. You see, usually Duncan's like like my version of spinning the ones and twos with all the technology and uh, the audio and stuff. So it's always great to have you on. Oh, of course. And, and dear listener, I'm still spinning the ones and ones and zeros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so this is uh, this is great. I'm glad the three of us could sort of sit and uh, and sort of get together. Um, Natalia, to your point, I'm 100% with you. Um, you know, throw me some sunshine and uh, and I'm good to go. So our common thread is that we've spent the greater part of our lives in cold weather countries. So uh, I think it's cool that you've uh, had the opportunity to move around so much, though. Mm-hmm. It, it's been really great. Like, I, I've absolutely loved it. Obviously, you have been around a little bit, Natalia, and what I mean by that is that you're you're certainly not new to AUSU. Uh, however, you are new to the executive team. Uh, before we talk about counsel in the executive position, I do want to highlight, though, that you are also a writer for The Voice magazine here at AUSU, and uh, how long have you been writing for The Voice? I think I started writing, um, it would have been December of last year, so yeah, it's been a year now. Yeah, it is exciting, and you've done so good. Um, you know, your articles and your writing and sort of that freelance side of your uh, of your life, uh, we've benefited very much from uh, your input in The Voice magazine, and uh, I just love the fact that you've kind of continued to grow and even your engagement levels has in, uh, continued to grow here with the students' union. So uh, the fact that you're part of the executive team uh, maybe shouldn't be a surprise because y- you've always sort of uh, engaged with us in, in a number of different ways. Oh, thank you. Well, why don't we start with what originally interested you in joining the uh, student council? Um, I think I started, right when I started writing for The Voice, a few months in, um, I got a chance to serve as the meeting reporter. For council, yeah, so I was, yeah, um, I was around. I guess the end of last term. Do you, do you remember? I do. It was yeah. around the end. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. So end of last term, and then the beginning of this term, and just you know seeing the progression and seeing um, 
where the organization was going it showed me that I wanted to be part of the direction that it was moving um, and especially a lot of initiatives that I saw for equitable and representative spaces like for example Natasha's Indigenous Student Representation Committee it was something that I felt it would be amazing to be part of. Well and hap- we're happy that you did because uh, you've been such a uh, a great member of council and bringing such a cool voice to the uh, to the team there. Would you say that you know, did that same interest motivate you to run for the VP external position when it became available as well? I think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, before I ran, I was actually working on certain initiatives just as part of council with um, Stacey, who is now the current president, and Monique, the VPFA. Yeah. Um, and I, I fully supported their ideas and a lot of things they were working on were things that were important to me on a very personal level. And then when this position became unexpectedly vacant, it kind of seemed like a natural progression for me to run. Like it was, you know, it's always a surprise to be elected, like a happy surprise, especially since I'm kind of a quieter person and I stay in the background, but I'm really thrilled to advocate on behalf of AUC. Yeah, what a great experience that uh, that was. Uh, I'm thinking back to November 24th. Uh, that's the the night that we hosted the by-election. Obviously, you were uh, unanimously voted in as the VPX. Um, it's been a couple weeks now. Uh, outside of just being a, a whirlwind of activity, what has the first couple weeks uh, with the executive team been like uh, for you uh, coming into a new role? Um, it's been really great. Um, not gonna lie, it's been a little hectic with so many meetings and trying to learn my role within the organization. Um, everyone's been um, very helpful and great. There's just so much that goes on behind the scenes that I need to learn. Like, I also knew that I would love the role, but it's exceeding my expectations. And I think, like, there's so much I want to accomplish, and I'm not, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, be realistic. Oh, that's great. But that's great. I mean, and in many ways, that's the attitude uh, that's really going to help you succeed here. Um, you know, we've uh, kind of talked to you a little bit about, you know, just being a sponge and absorbing all this information that's flying out at you. Uh, eventually, it starts to make sense. And although it kind of feels like you're drinking from a fire hose uh, for the first little while, you know, you've done a great job of just sort of you know, getting into the chair and, and meeting all the people. And uh, to your point, uh, half the time it's about, you know, understanding who does what, uh, even at, at the university level and, and who do I go to for what. Um, you know, all those topics are things that you sort of just learn along the way. Has that been the case for you? Yeah, completely. There, there's just so many names, so many roles, so many acronyms to learn. Yeah, I, mean, I, I haven't... I, how are you making out with all the acronyms? I have a cheat sheet. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Still. Yeah, I know our executive manual that we create. It was. Uh, it seems to be a common thread each year when, you know, we tend to, you know, talk about certain committees, and of course, everything's an acronym. So we're needing to update everybody on the acronyms just as much as the committee itself. Let's move on to something else that is specific to uh, the VPX role, Natalia, and that is the fact that. As part of your role, you were also now the chair of one of our primary committees, 
which is the Member Engagement and Communications Committee. You obviously participated within this committee, so this is you're certainly not new to all of the work that the committee is doing. But specifically, when you think about it, what projects uh, from MEC, again, there's another acronym, MEC, what projects from MEC are you most looking forward to? Oh, there's so many. Like, I'm so excited about um, all the work MEC has been doing. Um, there's something that is coming out very recently. We're going to be rolling out something for the 2S, which, yeah, is very, very exciting. Um, and then there's a few other projects um, in the works, I guess, in regards to sexual and gender-based violence, and then something for students with disabilities. And then we're also going to be working on some UDI, um, Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion initiatives. And we're always open to student input as well. Yeah, there's so many things flowing through MEC right now. Um, you know, you've just named a couple of really great ones, but um, I look forward to uh, sort of seeing some of the work that you're going to be doing with the committee. And I know that your term, uh, which goes to next spring, you know, so you've got about four and a half months worth of uh, time. But um, by the looks of it, you've got a full plate uh, worth of activity, eh? Oh, yeah, completely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Duncan, I want to throw you a random question. Sure. Do you remember when you first ran for uh, an executive position? Uh, you were going to the UFC. I was. Uh, do you remember what that was like when you first did it? <laughs> I do. What do you want me to say? What, do you want me to describe the process? It probably isn't terribly dissimilar than Natalia's because you, you do that self-introspection and, and you realize... I mean, I, I guess I can't say for Natalia, but I can say for myself. I really wanted it. And, yeah. and it was on this pedestal and... I knew I wanted it, but I also had such respect for the people who came before me. And, and that imposter syndrome worked in a bit. Like Natalia, I, I was voted in unanimously, i.e. nobody ran against me. Um, who would want to? I, 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 that's not what I said at the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so I, I mean, I remember that. I remember being scared. I remember being worried I was going to screw up. I remember that the role was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be and and that it was a lot less external and a lot more vice president and that being a leader in an organization took up way more of my time than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Natalia, would you say that that was the same experience for you where as soon as you began the role, it you know, you instantly saw that wow, maybe this is bigger than what you originally thought? Um completely and um, to echo Duncan's um, thought about imposter syndrome, I think so many of us have that. I, I think it's a, it's only natural. It's just when you're coming into a new role and you're not 100% sure. And you also don't want to disappoint anyone that believes in you, I guess. So it's, I guess, overcoming that and becoming comfortable and just doing the best you can. Even though it might be overwhelming and scary at times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I can tell you right now, your attitude is amazing, and I think that that's going to serve you so well over the next number of months. Uh, a big part of our role as staff here at AUSU is to create an environment that allows student leaders to be able to come in, have a really cool uh, experience, and then sort of move on, whether it's due to graduation or uh, moving on to other roles. And uh, there's no question that we have to be able to accommodate people with different skill sets. And so it doesn't matter like for, for people listening, if you're ever considering, you know, looking or seeking out a position with council or a position within our executive team, um, it's okay. Uh, whatever your experience is, 
you know, we can we can definitely work with that and the resources and support that are here are there to support that as well. So I think that's great. Um, I want to come back to something because Talia, you were just talking about the um, LGBTQ2S plus Discord channel uh, that you're looking at developing. Um, can we expand a little bit on that and maybe just, you know, talk to our listeners and AU students in our community here a little bit about this initiative and what students can expect from this Discord channel? Um, so this initiative is something I'm so proud of. It was originally begun by Stacy um, in her role, and um, I kind of got involved when I joined council. We noticed a lack of support for students within the LGBTQ community. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that we've been working on um, with a little subcommittee and I've taken on a bigger role since coming into my current position. Um, It's something really personal to me as a student, part of the community. um, I often write about issues such as legislation um, and interviews with the community Mm -hmm. in my articles in The Voice. We're going to be launching soon and all AUSC members, um, including allies, friends, are welcome. And um, we're going to make sure that this is a safe and inclusive space for all. I love it. What a cool initiative, eh? I mean, this is uh, this is something that uh, I don't recall if we've ever done anything like this. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't ring a bell, which is interesting because like, when I think of AU students, I think of the word diversity. Yeah. All of our students have very unique stories of how they got to their education path. And it, it's just a natural fit to celebrate sexual diversity along with all aside all the other uh, diverse places our students come from and, and end up. Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to that one for sure. I think that's going to be something that's going to stick around, you know, and, and be sustainable for a long time. And, uh, and I hope that uh, AU students will, you know, we'll do our best we can to push this information out and hopefully they'll come back and engage with it. And, and uh, that'll become a really cool space for that group. Mm-hmm. Another piece of the VP external role is advocacy. And I know that advocacy can sometimes feel like a big term, but you know, obviously a big part of what we do here at AUSU is, is advocating for uh, student needs, uh, things that are happening within the university, things that are happening provincially, also things that are happening federally. Natalia, obviously you're coming into AUSU uh, in a moment in time when uh, we've had a bit of a milestone membership take place, which is uh, we have become a member of CAUSE, which is another acronym, speaking of acronyms, (laughs) uh, which is the Council of Alberta University Students. Obviously, this is going to enhance our Alberta provincial advocacy for AU students. Have you had a chance to meet uh, the team from CAUSE and and all the other counterparts from other schools yet? Yeah, I had... My first meeting was CAUSE, and I've also met with the Calgary Student Alliance, mm-hmm. which has been great. Yeah, um, it's, you're going to have an interesting experience. You know, obviously you're from Ontario, but, um, you know, you're you're getting a bit of a crash course in in uh, Alberta legislation and Alberta politics. How's that going so far? It's going good. Um, I live in Ontario, but I used to live in Alberta. I lived in Calgary, and then I lived in Edmonton. So I have kept up to date with Alberta politics an extent and especially in my writing for the voice i do keep up with it mm-hmm. great and, I don't know, like i think it's so important because au as an institution is so unique and um we have student membership in all provinces as well as the world and 
but we are physically based in Alberta and we're under provincial funding. So there's so much to be advocated for on a provincial level, um, especially in terms of like tuition rates, um, digital accessibility. But I think like we're in such a unique place with our online framework and it's important when we're coming into organizations like cause to make our unique needs heard especially since other schools are primarily brick and mortar like we represent such a diverse student body older students working students students with dependents um yeah students with disabilities indigenous students rural students like i don't think there's another school like au within alberta or within canada yeah, I would agree with that for sure. When you look at some of the some of the the, the initiatives that are going to be taking place, uh, whether that's through Cause or Casa, what interests you the most about this new membership that we've got? What what sort of interests you about sort of what's going to be happening here around the corner? And I know that you know in Alberta there's a there's a lot going on with tuition increases and sort of reviewing you know the post secondary structure. Sort of what pops into your mind when you when you think of what might interest you the most uh, for what's coming up? Uh, I think for me, and I know this is on most students' minds, is the tuition increase like that. That is always the number one thing in our minds. And, you know, it's hard for Alberta students, but when you think of -of out-of-province students who already pay increased rates, this is going to affect them as well. And 7% increases each year. I I don't know how sustainable that is, especially... In a pandemic, when so many people have lost their jobs. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, there's so much in that conversation, uh, and it's it's essentially we're going into year two of of this uh, of these consultations, and uh, a big part of our role is to ensure that uh, we remind AU uh, how important cost is, and affordable education is something that uh, that we're always going to be advocating for whether there's a tuition increase or not. So uh, we definitely got our work cut out and and I'm glad that you're going to be at the table to uh, continue having those conversations. Duncan, I wanted to come over to you real quick because when you when you look at this new membership with Cause and, mm-hmm. and you know, here we've got Natalia as the new VPX. Uh, you support the VPX role so much. Um, what do you think are going to be some of the direct impacts uh, for AUSU now being a member of Cause? Uh, what do you see sort of on the forefront of that in regards to impacts? Well, I mean, I, I think it's really important that the voice of, di- of distance students is heard provincially. It's a voice that is often overlooked. And I think Natalia and, and her colleague Stacy, our president, are going to be able to bring that voice forcefully to causes table and that in turn will be heard by the government. Um, so that that's my thought. Um, yeah. But I mean, there's also that internal part where we are learning what other student unions are doing for their members. And in this time of a pandemic, we're no longer the only distance uh, student union in the province or in the country. Yeah, no doubt. Briefly, every university students union is, is going distance and they're learning lessons. Sometimes we learned a decade ago, but they're also learning lessons that we haven't learned yet. And so we're able to, to learn from Natalia's colleagues, like, hey, how are you doing this with your community now that your community is no longer attending a brick and mortar institution? I mean, a great example Natalia hinted towards it is we're looking at how can our organization help with food security with our members? 
how could we could we can't run a traditional food bank one where we solicit cans of food and give it out to people who are experiencing food insecurity that's just not the way AUSU can operate yeah but every single student union in the province does run a food bank and they've had to transition to how do I provide help to students who are in need but do so safely and from a distance and so as we look at how we're going to implement that that'd be a great example where natalia and stacy can go to their colleagues and say hey how did you do this and then we've also discovered we have our own unique challenges things like a, an au student can live anywhere so a gift certificate to safeway isn't exactly going to work at every place on earth yeah that's which right which is where an au member could come from <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. Natalia, to come back to you, and I know that we've talked about a handful of uh, projects that you're going to have on the go, but are there any other projects that you're excited for during your term on the executive committee? Anything stand out? Yeah, well, what Duncan was just mentioning, um, Stacey's idea of a virtual food bank, I'm so proud to be a part of that now. Yeah, yeah. Food insecurity so prevalent in Canada right now. And then um, also... Um, me and Monique are planning to roll out something in the near future for students with disabilities, so we're working on that. And then with Stacey and Monique, there's also um, EDI initiatives. Oh, there's just so many, so many great ideas. Uh, a lot of provincial and federal advocacy in the works. Um, a lot of student engagement opportunities, community building. It's just sad that you know there's only four months left. There's so much. <laughs> I know to be done it feels so like <laughs> there's a lot to do still. I know. Uh, do you know what? It's hard not to look at uh, some of the things that you're going to be doing and getting excited and sort of understanding that 2021, I hope, is uh, uh, going to allow us to sort of hit refresh. And uh, obviously, we're going to be continuing to move through the pandemic. But uh, I know that a lot of these uh, new ideas, new initiatives, new services, uh, are going to be uh, serving a lot of needs at AU. And so uh, we'll be standing shoulder to shoulder with you as we uh, continue to, to do a lot of that work. And so um, as we as we look to wrap up the podcast here, I, we do want to uh, do a bit of a rapid fire uh, session with you. Natalia, are you open for that? Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna start off nice and easy, and uh, I'm just gonna rapid fire some questions off to you, and uh, and uh, and see what you have to say, so to speak. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not that kind of test. Okay, wait, uh, and and when you hear the first question, you're gonna realize that I'm gonna start you off easy. So, uh, what's your favorite color? Yellow. Yellow. Yeah. I wonder on the scale of answering that questions. How many times yellow is answered as the answer? I'm not sure. I think it's it would be low. It's a lot of my low. favorite food. Bananas, squashes. Corn. Corn. Potatoes. Potatoes. Mm. You know, you're from Poland. Like pierogies are kind of yellow. <laughs> yeah. They could, yeah. Who yeah. doesn't love pierogies? We were talking about pierogies earlier. That's why I wanted to bring that up again, just so I could imagine mm. them. Okay, so yellow is a great answer. I just, I'm just recognizing that. That's a unique answer as well. I, th I think so. Yeah. Um, Wait, this is a question for you. What do we, what do Ukrainians in Alberta call pierogies? Oh my goodness. Just because I'm Ukrainian, I had to throw this in. <laughs> Vareniki. Say that one more time. Vareniki. Do you know what? I've never heard that. That's how educational, really? that's how educational AUSU Open Mic is all about. Mm. 
No, but what do they call them in Alberta then? Are they called pierogies then? Pierogi. Just a pierogi. Yeah. Oh. At least at the grocery store. I mean, huh. I have been to, like, you know, Ukrainian delis, but I'm yeah. the, the Pole who desperately sticks out then when I do that. Um, <laughs> and then there's a there's a Polish deli by the Queen Elizabeth, the, the Baltic deli, and, and there I fit in because it's Polish. I think we're going to say, um, what is your your favorite movie? If you have one. Oh, so many. Um, I watch a lot of documentaries, but then I like um, Studio Ghibli movies. Oh, like Spirited Away and Princess yeah. Mononoke? Yes. yes. I would say Love Spirited them. Away would be among my top 10 as well. Really? And Jody is looking at me like, have you seen Spirited Away, Jody? No. It is so good. Amazing. Right. Yeah. I'm going to have to put it on my uh, watch list over the holidays. Yeah. Don't don't let the kids movie part fool you. It is fantastic cinema. Okay. Um, favorite music, or mm, even favorite band, I, whatever whichever one you like. I don't have a favorite band, but I listen to like a lot of soca, a lot of dancehall, reggaeton. Just really happy music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any pets? No, not at the moment, which I'm sad about because I always have a dog or three. And it's, I think it's time to get one again. Uh, Natalia, what is the favorite course that you've taken at AU? Um, not in my program at all, which, which I do like my program, but my favorite has been all the courses I've taken in the Spanish program. The, the span, um, offered at AU is like phenomenal. And I would recommend it to absolutely everyone. There's, I think, about six courses available, and they're amazing. Nice. Um, For all of our Polish listeners, uh, where's your hometown? Um, I was raised in Warsaw, so the capital. Oh, very cool. Uh, And this is going to be semi-related. How many languages do you know? Um, I speak Ukrainian, English, Spanish, and pretty... um, embarrassing polish <laughs> which i'm trying it's just because my family is ukrainian so like i was fluent but you know as you get older you don't speak it much like i can understand it but when it comes to speaking it comes out half ukrainian and no one can understand me <laughs> that's funny that's impressive by the way very impressive mm-hmm. uh and i've i've always wanted to sort of get into another language and so when i hear of somebody who who has sort of a you know a vast resume of languages uh, that's always impressive to me. I don't mean to put you on the spot here, Natalia, but we have spoke about a story about how you learned English. And I just love the story. Uh, when you first came to Canada, you you obviously were learning the language. Um, do you mind sharing the story about sort of the uh, the exercises that you would do to sort of get more comfortable with it? Yeah. Um, you know, when you're pretty young, you come to Canada and like you don't exactly remember learning the language because it just comes so naturally because I I think kids aren't ashamed to make mistakes but I remember watching um, a lot of the really I think the really great um, late 80s early 90s shows yeah yeah um, perfect strangers family matters um, and I remember watching soap operas with my grandma and watching soap operas with your grandma I just think that's the best story ever uh, <laughs> Perfect Strangers. I haven't even thought about that show for so long, and it reminds me of Balki Bartokamus, um, yeah. 
and he was one of the characters on there. And I'm also showing sort of what decade I was born in because obviously watching 80s and 90s TV was uh, was part of my life as well. But I just love how that was um, such a unique way of and probably a popular way of learning a new language as well is just by seeing it on TV and and how people interact with each other, eh? Yeah. I, I remember the first movie I ever saw, and I don't, I remember watching it and I don't think I understood it because I didn't speak English, but it was a never ending story. Oh, oh no way. Awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, you know what? We've really appreciated having you on the podcast, Natalia. And I, you know, you're, you're such a welcome addition to the team. You know, obviously we, we've talked a little bit today about uh, your portfolio and some of the work that you're going to be doing. It sounds so exciting. Uh, we look forward to working with you on all those initiatives. And uh, once again, uh, just want to thank you for coming and hanging out with us and sharing your experience and your AU experience with us on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's been great. Duncan, thanks for joining us again. Of course. Again. Happy to. I was we, One of these days, you and I should just do a random and we'll just start talking and sure. just see where the conversation goes sure okay we'll save that for another day so always great <laughs> to have you dunk on that day dear listeners that'll be the day that we had to do one in a pinch and we run out of topics <laughs> or someone yeah, had exactly. canceled at the last minute yeah okay we got to do a podcast uh no this has been great and uh always great to connect with you natalia thanks again and uh thanks everybody for listening this has been another episode of AUSU open mic and uh we'll see you next time have a good one